J.C. Smith and Peter Lynch. And we are talking some finance. Uh, we've got lots of questions uh, that uh, we can answer for um, for those of you who have sent us in questions. We do love to f- answer those financial questions from you, and uh, you can reach us uh, with your questions at 770-429-9166. You give us a call. Uh, you can talk to a human at that number. Uh, you can also call our question hotline, 1-855-429-9166. Uh, you will get a recording. You can leave your um, leave your question. We will play it back on the air and answer right behind it. You can also email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Uh, if you got... Uh, you know, some time you'd like to look through, maybe even answer your own question. We do have uh, have a good bit of content at our website, Hensler.com, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R again. Uh, and, you know, we've got all manners of uh, exposure on uh, social media. So uh, look for us uh, if you'd like to know a little more about the company. Um, and if you have specific questions, we'd love to answer those for you, too. So um, I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with K.C. Smith as well as Peter Lynch. And, uh, again, we have questions. John from Woodstock is asking, my broker has recommended both Silgan Holdings and Ball Corp. Um, I know I don't need both, uh, but I'm torn between the two. Silgan has a better PE, but it's listed as a hold online. Uh, Ball is listed as a buy, and let's be real, mason jars aren't going anywhere. Can you help with my decision? Uh, Interesting you bring up the mason jars. Um, Ball Corporation actually, I think, is out of the the uh, glass jar business. I think they spun that off in uh, in the 90s. But uh, they are still a very uh, active materials company, and uh, really most of what they make now is uh, metal cans. Mm. So uh, uh, both of these, Silgan and Ball, um, operate in a similar business let's face it uh materials make up about three percent of the overall s&p 500 and generally speaking uh i i don't uh, spend a whole lot of time looking at the sector uh one of the other things that's really interesting is materials are dominated by uh dow chemical dow dupont is uh the biggest one stock in that particular sector for the s&p 500 so um, you know, although it's uh, it's a small group, you're probably not going to generate a whole lot of alpha out of these companies. Uh, you look at their earnings growth ball over the last five years, uh, grew earnings by 3.31%, expected to grow by about 5.5%. Um, Silgan, over the last five years, 4.2% earnings growth for whatever reason, expected to grow by 10.73%. That, to me, sounds a little bit lofty uh, for a company who provides uh, metal uh, and plastic containers to to industry. Uh, The one thing I will say is when it comes to Silgan, they've actually supported the price of their stock by buying back shares. Uh, As recently as 2016, they authorized $250 million in share buybacks, um, but again, you know, it's just not a very exciting space and very seldom will be. One thing I'll tell you now, guys, I couldn't believe this uh, until I read through it. I know Ball uh, meets the criteria for, for our uh, investment, but what um, I did find very interesting is Ball actually has a technology arm. 
so much so that they do a lot of business with NASA. 22% of the revenue from Ball comes from the U.S. government. They're a defense contractor. Um, really? Wow. But the bulk of their business actually uh, comes from uh, from containers. So, you know, they, uh, when it all boils down, Ball's number one is Anheuser-Busch. Uh, Coca-Cola's number two. Molson Coors. Uh, you got Silgan. Uh, with Nestle, um, Fresh Del Monte, PepsiCo, uh, these are these are all businesses you would expect to buy a whole lot of cans and plastic containers and, sure. and that Big sort names. of thing. So, um, you know, it's not a real exciting business, uh, to be honest with you. Other than the defense contracting part, that's kind of cool. It is, yeah, but it's <laughs> it's another one of those things. You know, we talk about quite a bit. It's not enough to move the needle when it when it all boils down. And another one here. Uh, from Georgina and Carlos. Before I get to that, though, if you have questions for us, we'd love to help you answer those. You can give us a call, 770-429-9166, or you can email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R. So, uh, guys, we got Georgina and Carlos who ask, uh, for the past few years, my husband's older sister has been pressuring him to write a will benefiting her daughter. Um, we have no children of our own and uh, haven't really been in a hurry to do our wills. Uh, we've declined, but she keeps pushing for a notarized list of all our assets. That seems a little pushy, uh, including bank accounts. Uh, we'd like that our assets benefit charities that we already support uh, once we die. Can his sister or anyone else uh, still try to claim an inheritance? Can somebody outside... First of all, it sounds like uh, if you were to actually do that, you might want to sleep with one eye open. It sounds like the sisters <laughs> keep the doors pretty locked. Pretty anxious for you guys to, to kick off. Yeah, well, so uh, that's it, a little bit strange. And it's very probable, and uh, more than likely will happen if they do not set up that will. Yeah. So they really need to do it uh, as quickly as possible. If they have joint assets, uh, those will pass to the spouse. Um, but if they do not, if the surviving spouse dies. Um, then it's going to go to the state laws, and if you don't have a will or a state plan, uh, it's very possible that that uh, that pushy Probably sister next of next of kin, right? So exactly. Um, now they, they don't indicate what kind of accounts they have. I mean, if you've got retirement accounts, IRAs, SEP IRAs, 401ks, anything like that, it's going to pass via beneficiary designation. Right. So that's a little bit different. Um, that's you know. that's strange. I think we've had that conversation before. So the beneficiary actually trumps uh, your will. Yeah. Th- those are called non-probate assets. So anything that goes through your will is going to go through the probate court. Um, and then anything that is a beneficiary designation, so a life insurance policy, any retirement account, um, you can even set up brokerage accounts with designated beneficiaries. Um, they can, they're going to bypass probate, and they're going to be, they're still included in your estate for estate tax purposes, which hardly anybody's affected by anymore. But those do pass via beneficiary designation. So you want to make sure that your beneficiary designations also match your wishes, not just your your will. So if you've had a life change since you might have looked at that, it's probably a, a great time to give you the warning. Hey, you Definitely. better check it out because if, uh, say, if you had a divorce, if uh, something happened and uh, to somebody that was further down your list, uh, it's probably time to stop and and check those beneficiaries. And a lot of people will put their estate as a maybe a contingent beneficiary.
beneficiary, a lot of times they'll put the spouse as primary and then the contingent would be their estate. The problem with that is if the spouse is deceased or if they die really close together where there's not enough time to go back and amend it, then the estate will inherit a retirement account, um, which in this case would be problematic because it could go to this um, this niece, I guess, that you may or may not want to leave your money to, or the sister, I guess, in, in this case. But um, the other problem with that is there's a lot, uh, there's much stricter requirements for an estate that's inheriting a retirement account as compared to an individual. So you typically would have to take the money out within five years or as a lump sum if the estate inherits it versus if it gets inherited by an individual, they can then pull it out over their life expectancy. So it's a lot more flexible if you know. I mean, in this case, it sounds like they're giving it to charity, so that may not be an issue. But definitely a good time to, to seek some some legal advice, get an attorney to help draft a, a will, and make sure your beneficiary designations are in line. Yeah, that's uh, that's a little bit different there. Um, so we've got another one here. Nathan from Atlanta says, uh, I'm not invested in cryptocurrencies. I, there's a whole lot of me right now that just wants to clap. Uh, but I do follow it because I think there is potential. Uh, Tuesday saw a huge dip. Any speculation on what's going on? Uh, you know, honestly, I, I think you said any speculation on what's going on. How about what's going on is speculation? I was about to say, you just, uh, his question, not to pick on you, Nathan, but you're not invested in cryptocurrency. Troy would argue that no one is invested in cryptocurrency. No, you're you're a, betting. <laughs> it, it really is. It's it's just speculation. Now, I, I, like Nathan, believe that there could be some benefit to it in the long run. But I'll, honestly, uh, from the from the start of this whole debate, and uh, we're down, what, like 70% from the high point uh, back in uh, December 18th of 2017, uh, at least on uh, Bitcoin. I know um, some of the others have followed suit recently, and uh, there are quite a few out there as far as cryptocurrencies. We've seen a lot of ICOs, those uh, uh, initial coin offerings, and, and uh, part of what's going on is the SEC is not willing to allow uh companies to create exchange-traded funds that would allow uh, individuals to trade them more uh, liquidly, if that's even a word. Is that right? I don't know. Anyway, so uh, the thing is, uh, you've got something that, in my opinion, and I know, Peter, you, you're actually pretty well versed in this, so throw your weight in there just any time, but my opinion is, I don't see how it is all that disruptive. I know when I say that, a lot of folks are saying, no, but wait a minute, what about the blockchain? Yeah, the blockchain could be applied to many other things that don't have to be a cryptocurrency or a currency at all. Uh, they could be applied to just about any line of business. Agreed. And and many companies, uh, banks, brokerage firms, are are seriously looking at using blockchain technology. Right. Um, it, it, ha it, it can be used by the cryptocurrencies, but there are many more... Um, Many more ways to use it uh, that can be beneficial, but yeah, the Bitcoin—it's uh, still extremely uh, speculative. We'll, well call it. And we've talked about it before on the show. It's it, the hard thing about any cryptocurrency is that the whole benefit is that it's an anonymous transaction and that it gets recorded on this ledger, the blockchain that is uh, widely distributed, and so it, it's. Everybody has all of the information at the same right. time. It's been argued that you can't fool it, basically. Right. But right. At, at the end of the day, it, is the government going to allow an, an anonymous 
transaction to occur uh, completely anonymous. They yeah. can, cannot be tracked, cannot be, you know, I, I think the fact that the biggest benefit is going, the, I don't think that it's ever going to be allowed to be used in that way. And that's going to be the, the downfall. That's going to be the problem with it. That will keep it from being mainstream. Exactly. Yeah. But, I, I've said it, you know, for a long time until you can go out and, uh, and buy groceries at whatever, you know, your preferred outlet is with a cryptocurrency on a daily basis. And I know there are places where you can spend cryptocurrencies, but until it becomes so widely used, so mainstream that you can do that by gasoline um, and, and probably the biggest one is pay your taxes. By the way, the IRS does not recognize cryptocurrencies as currencies. So until you can do those things, I really believe we haven't gotten there. So if you're going to still insist on uh, on speculating in, in uh, cryptocurrencies, my opinion is spread it out. Very I mean, small amount. Yeah, yeah, tiny amounts. Do it with something you're comfortable just, losing. Right, right. Buy it more than just you know with Bitcoin. Buy buy some Ethereum. Buy various other ones. And you know honestly, when you dig down into these, still one of the biggest uh, stumbling blocks to the whole thing becoming mainstream is the fact that it's uh, it, the the transactions that they can handle are so few. Right. Um, right. What we saw, part of what we saw, I think, in the buildup of the the value of cryptocurrencies was it was in 2017, and a lot of Chinese uh, citizens were trying to find ways that they could uh, turn their yuan into dollars and various other currencies. And uh, they realized that hey, if we uh, if we can spend some money on technology, we can generate. Uh, whatever the Bitcoin, the whatever coin it is, a cryptocurrency, and then we can sell it for that other currency. So it was kind of an, an arbitrage or a, a transfer of, of uh, uh, currency in that manner. So I don't know. It, it still uh, has not proven itself in my book. Down the road, maybe. Way yeah. down the road. Yeah, it could well be. All right, guys, so uh, we're about to wrap it up. Uh, same question I ask every week. KC, you think the market's up or down this week? Got to be up this week. Got to be up. How about you, Peter? Agreed. Peter, how about that, man? We have a quorum. So, uh, you know, every time I'm a broken record, I always say the market's going up, and you know what? I'm right. At least you're consistent. I'm right two-thirds of the time. You're listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. 
This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.